Hello and welcome to the Tongue and Cheek Podcast. I'm Milana. I'm Dina. And today, I could not be more thrilled with our guest. We have on the beautiful, smart, talented, kind, wonderful Tiffany Moon, who you all know from the most recent, probably last season of Real Housewives of Dallas. She also is an a doctor and um, an anesthesiologist. She has an incredible, wonderful, beautiful, best-scented line out there for candles called Aromasthesia. And I'm personally a huge fan of this line. I have many candles and just love it so much. I think everyone should get some, you know, a lot of these kind of housewife brands. You never know what you're going to get. And I can honestly say with this one, it is top quality. Everyone should enjoy those beautiful scents. And today we have her on to discuss all things Bravo candles and much more. But before she comes on, hey, how are you doing? Hey, girl. Hey, hello, baby gorgeous. How is your morning going? Good. I feel very um, tired, and I think it's because it was cold here in Florida, and now it's, like, warm again. But I think the cold made me worn down a little bit. But next week, we have our trunk show with Love Shack Fancy for Nikki Rocks Jewelry, and I have been working like a busy bird to get it all prepped and ready and i'm so excited that we will be in new york next week yeah it's so exciting so cold but so exciting it's so cold i'm not looking forward to the cold i feel like maybe i'm even getting like a pre-cold cold because i'm afraid to be cold i know i've been giving me um because i've been really spoiled and i know i come off as a real like pain in the ass right now but i think because i've been traveling i've had a lot of car services so when i'm going to winter places i'm like it's fine dress your best the car's waiting out there cold what are you and now without the car services doing more walking um i'm like oh wow it's freezing who would live in this no, but we will have a car service. What? We will have a car service. Oh, good. Then my outfits are really on point. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're not plebeians over here. <laughs> we're the bourgeois. <laughs> I was like freaking out a little man. And I was like, I love that Love Shack fancy outfit I came out with. But then even that, I was like, but without a car. I don't know if this is a realistic thing, but I did order for everyone wondering who hasn't been on this journey with me. There was a Love Shack fancy skirt that I've been dying for. Haven't been able to order it yet. And I put the order through last night and it was a lot, a lot of good feelings. Oh, I'm so excited for you. And I can't wait to see your looks. And any of our listeners who will be in the New York area, uh, we will be at Love Shack fancy on madison the 12th and 13th of february for nikki rocks jewelry and you could also meet us in fangirl bravo things with us of course and we have some um beautiful pieces from our new fall uh winter collection that 
we'll have there as well as a few of our spring summer drop that's not yet out but will be available that weekend so please come say hi support and also enjoy beautiful jewelry because nothing is better than treating yourself for valentine a little me from me of course like always what we say is you know treat somebody you love get them one thing and then for yourself too because you're doing a lot there or treat someone you love the best and who could you love more than yourself (laughs) (laughs) that's a good that's a great point that's like really amazing um but i feel like on our podcast the other day we sort of touched on how amazing my birthday trip was in charleston but it was such like a bravo fun adventure and even there, we dealt with a lot of cold as well. Did we see any we Bravo people? No. But we were we in their general we in their area. You guys, yeah. I tried an yeah. espresso martini, and as somebody who really dislikes coffee, that is the most amazing drink. You've been converted. I have not to coffee. I mean, always to alcohol. I don't think that's been a new thing. But I mean, like. <laughs> <laughs> Between Frosé, which I know is like white girl basic, which I'm not white, but you know what I mean. But, or it could be, you know, the espresso, which is a little bit more fun. Well, I love that. We did go to Craigie's store sewing down south. And I think one of the most fun things we saw there was that Craig hired a lookalike to be in the window working oh, for him. Did. All the of the us thought it was Craig. Craig. I mean, the, we got clearer. Yeah, yeah, the more ugly Craig. He was like, yeah. he was like a Monet from far away. You're like, is that Craig? And you come up and you're like, oof, that's not Craig. That's not Craig. He was like, Craig 1.0, if right now we have Craig 2.0, like he was the original version that was yet to be improved upon. But he was very nice. Everyone there was lovely. And the beautiful products he creates are even more gorgeous in person. The quality is amazing. Both of us got pieces for our home. And I highly recommend ordering from them. And you will not be sorry. This stuff could not be more beautiful. Good job, Craigie. I know, amazing job, and excited to maybe stalk him on Sunday in Fort Lauderdale with you. Dina, this is all I want. Like, I need you to cancel any plans, and here's the plan. Meet Craig. Find Paige, because there's no way she's sitting there in the cold in New York, not thinking my beau, who doesn't live in the same place as me, is going to be in hot, sunny, beautiful South Florida and think I should come. So then Paige will be lurking. I just want to meet him after the show, stalk him back to wherever he's staying, find Paige, accidentally quote, run into them, become best friends, give her some Nikki Rocks jewelry to just wear and enjoy and, you know, just start our lifelong friendship that I know we're destined to have. I think it's a very simple ask. A hundred percent. And like now that you've started your lifelong for um, for Tiffany, who will be on very shortly. She now is my new best friend. She, hey. she, she and I had the pleasure of meeting in Dallas when we did a trunk show there. And we were fast friends. And I truly think we'll have a long long friendship does she know about this friendship yet not really not really but i feel like you know she'll 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 come around she'll 
chose to land where I am. And, you know, this will be a beginning of a beautiful friendship, as they say at the end of Casablanca. Oh my God, such a beautiful friendship. And we have so many other really exciting guests who are supposed to be coming on soon. And we can't wait to share some really cool, maybe Bravo, other people. So lots of fun yes. coming. We have been a bit slow about getting some episodes out because life, unfortunately, has been so busy that we haven't been able to nurture our little baby Bravo podcast. But the pod means so much to us. All of you out there listening means so much to us. And we will be more consistent moving forward. Yes, we both are trying to build, you know, big empires, girl bosses here. Alana Mm -hmm. taking over the jewelry world, me taking over the styling retail world. And I think together we're just going to build a huge empire. So be patient with us. But we have so many nonsensical thoughts to share with you. We do. So um, we are ready and going to jump into our interview with and Tiffany, we hope you enjoy it ever so much. We love every second that we got to spend with her and enjoy. Hi. Hi. Uh, so we would love for you. Um, our listeners obviously do know who you are. We're all huge fans of Dallas and, of course, of you, Tiffany. But if you could give them kind of a little bit of, like, getting to know you and, like, just about you know, what you're doing currently? Um, like introduce myself? Yeah, just kind of. Well, we already did like a pre-introduction before you were on while we were waiting. So we just, you know, obviously you welcome to the show. We're so happy to have you. Thank you for joining us so much. Um, okay, so I would say that um, I'm probably most well-known for being a Real Housewife of Dallas, um, but most importantly, I am a mom to twin girls, and I'm a physician as well as an entrepreneur. We are loving your candles. Um, I know Alana just said like she just ran out and is ordering more really soon. How are people? Yeah. <laughs> I was so excited. I was going to light one for, for during our time together just to give the atmosphere a little Tiffany Moon touch and let it all out. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah, the candles are going really well. Um, I named it Aromesthesia, which is a combination of aromatherapy and anesthesia. And then just this year, we um, debuted four new scents. So I, I don't think you guys have them because I sent you guys yours around Christmas time. Um, and then I came out with a Botox candle, um, which is right here. <laughs> um, oh, beautiful. Yeah, it smells so good. It smells like tropical orchids. It's like more floral. Ooh, um, and then that. I have an oxytocin candle, which smells like lychee. Um, and then I have a rosé champagne candle and a Lunar New Year, um, Year of the Tiger candle. So you guys. Yes. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year. Thank you. I I love seeing you. You posted like your, how you celebrate New Year. Yeah. Um, posts recently. And I love that. It was so interesting too. That he, like, especially I think the first. Bit, we, we showed that you don't bin anything and you don't chuck any of your binning. I thought that was so interesting. 
Yeah. It's um, what the people were like, well, why can't you take out the trash? And it's like, I mean, it's an old superstition. Obviously it's silly. Um, but the thought is that on New Year's Day, you only bring things into the home. You don't let good fortune come out of your home. And so um, I always say that um, you have to prepare for Chinese New Year, you can't just be like, oh, Happy New Year, because you're supposed to clean your house and settle any debts, settle any um, disagreements that you have, because on New Year's Day, you're not supposed to fight with anyone. You know, everything's supposed to be like a clean slate. Oh, I love, I love that. You know, we, we are Jewish, so we have like kind of something similar within our tradition where we do sort of a repentance for Yom Kippur and the Rosh Hashanah. Our New Year is all about like forgiveness and celebrating and bringing good things. And I think one of the most wonderful things about, um, for example, having some of the new houses specifically or a great example of it is getting to like see your traditions and hear about, you know, how you eat and celebrate and all these things and I love just also getting to know you as a, a person and as a doctor during the pandemic it was so interesting and you, you're just you, you I everything about you I just adore but I definitely loved the, also the humor you have yeah and your tiktok the candles yeah, your TikToks are hilarious, but also your candles are such a great kind of taste of your humor for people who don't know you because the names are so funny that you kind of mix your your two your interests and your your education and your background into it. I love it so much, and they are. I was saying this before you came on. They are incredibly beautifully scents. They there are so many kind of products out there, especially with candles, where they're kind of a bit cheesy. These are gorgeous, beautiful scents. And I think you've done a beautiful job. Oh, I'm so glad that you enjoy them. You know, I take great pride in these candles. I think, you know, you think of candles and you're like, that's so silly. Like who cares about candles? You know, just go to Target and buy one. And I'm like, do not buy those candles because they're generally made overseas. Not that there's anything wrong with that, um, but they can contain a lot of um, toxic chemicals that when you burn them, um, it releases tox toxic compounds into the air. So I did so much research on candles, you guys. I like like went deep hole diving into candles. So all my candles are made of soy wax and we don't use artificial fragrance. We only use premium essential oils and I triple scent them, um, which is why people are like, oh my God, the, this little candle fills up the entire room because we triple scent them. They're strong. Oh, I love that. I know like with what you were saying, um, I actually have really bad allergies towards most candles. Like I end up actually breaking out because of all the artificial. So I love yours because I can have it and it makes everything smell good. But I don't have because I have such sensitive skin, like an extreme reaction. Yeah. And I do agree with you. Like you have to pick out the right candles. You can't just buy them from like um what's the famous one is it bed bath and no yeah those aren't Bourdain. great candles no yeah, i know people really no. love those and i'm not hating on them you know but um, well i am i think <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they're like you they they like you you walk even past the store and it smells cheesy and like that it's overwhelming and the yeah. candles they don't create also an atmosphere and i will say like that's one of the things i love about your candles like they, they smell so beautiful they create like this really beautiful tone to the space and i really love not just a beautiful scent but you feel so encompassing in the home that someone could walk in and feel like they're in this really nice place instantly because it's such a beautiful scent oh you guys are so sweet oh thank you we just like are like always have loved you when you entered on screen we've always been huge fans and also like we said your sense of humor on your on your reels to your tiktoks and your fashion i mean um i'm i'm a fashion stylist alana's a jewelry designer i know you guys met so like getting to see somebody like you who just dresses so exquisitely and your closet <laughs> is like to die for is like oh my god we just need her on our screen like 24 7. I know I got um, so much love fr from the fans for, I think, just being really authentic and like letting people see yeah. who I am. And, you know, I was kind of hesitant about showing the fashion and showing the closet because I didn't want it to come off as like ostentatious. Um, but at the same time, like I've worked so hard to have nice things. And as a child, like I had nothing, which is why now I have a hoarding problem and I can't throw anything <laughs> away like boxes and plastic containers. I'm like, Oh, let's just hold on to it. We might need it someday. Um, <laughs> but then, you know, when I was on housewives, the producer said to me, like, is there anything off, um, that we can't talk about? you know, any topics. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that you were allowed to say that certain things were off limits. And I was like, I sort of joined the show, you know, like assuming that everything was going to be on the table. And I don't really want to compartmentalize my life and be like, oh, I don't want to talk about this. And I don't want to talk about that. So I said, as far as I'm concerned, you can talk about anything and show anything. There was only two things that I feel like weren't shown well on the show and that's not because of me it was my job at the hospital because the hospital did not want me to disclose that i worked for them and they didn't want us to film there so we respected that and then also my stepchildren who are now 18 and going to be going to college this summer their mom asked that we not film them because at the time that we were filming i think they were only like 15 or 16 years old. Um, and so she did not want them to be on TV. So I couldn't really talk about my stepchildren and the close relationship that I have with them. And so then when I post a TikTok with my stepdaughter, Nicole, who's, you know, really close with me, people are like, oh my gosh, you have a stepdaughter? Like, why didn't you talk about her on the show? Like, we feel like we don't even know you. And I was like, well, let me explain. It's because she was 16 at the time and her mother asked that we respect their privacy. And we did, you know, so those are the only two things. But I actually feel like overall, I, I especially for a, a, a housewife who is on her first season, you were so open. In fact, I was really wanting to ask you, because especially with your relationship with your mother and talking about things, did you think that having like the camera and having the platform made you more comfortable to have those conversations? Or were they kind of something where you felt a bit apprehensive? 
Um, I was definitely apprehensive to have those conversations, but in some ways, this is so weird, but having the cameras there like made us have those difficult conversations because I had never really talked to my mom before about the way I felt about all the pressure she had put on me as a child to become a doctor and then get married and have kids. And, you know, she just put a lot of pressure on me all the time and she still does, but I never confronted her about it. But then when I was on the show and I'm like, Oh yeah, you know, I'm always trying to please my mom. I feel like I'm never good enough for her. All those things. They were like, well, have you ever told her that? And I was like, well, no, like we don't talk about our feelings. (laughs) Like, no, no. Um, and they were like, well, why, why don't you actually like tell her how you feel? And I was like, um, okay, I guess I'll try that. So in some ways the cameras being there, like sort of forced us into that therapy session. (laughs) But I will say now that the cameras aren't on anymore, we've reverted back to our old ways, which is pretending that everything's fine and not talking about our feelings, which has worked well for 30 something years, you know? So, I mean, not worked well, (laughs) but it's, it's fine. It's what we know. It's functioning. (laughs) (laughs) It's very hard though. And I I think it was incredibly vulnerable and honest. And, you know, when you have someone who is as accomplished as you are from the outside, we, I think not just as viewers, but just as anyone, even with my friends who are, um, you know, you look at them and you think, well, they just are, they've done so much with their life. Their family must be so proud. And you don't really think so much about the pride that, relationship with their parents might affect and I thought it's really vulnerable and honest and wonderful that you shared that it's something that other people can really relate to yeah no I'm I'm really glad that um they showed that and that you know a lot of people related to it because I got a lot of messages and they were like oh my gosh you verbalized everything that I feel with my mom as well I have the same exact issues I think it's a common issue among mothers and daughters and maybe especially among daughters who are immigrants you know wanting to please their mothers and sort of make their parents sacrifice like worthwhile by you know demonstrating our aptitude for success um but yeah it's hard it's hard no I definitely think that like from from our our perspective obviously it's a little different but we grew up in a home where I think even in like the Jewish culture it's very like embedded in you like you have to like you know get straight A's be really like small and petite have like be the perfect wife you know um work 24 7 but come home and make sure like the dinner's all ready and like there's just all these different elements and we definitely watching you kind of our relationship with our mother is a little different, um, like not the same in that way, but that pressure always like lingering is definitely instilled in our culture. And I feel like hearing you talk about your experience and everything, at least for me, I related a lot to that. And that made me, and and it just made me that much more wanting to know your story. And I felt like compared to a lot of other housewives, you came in with such a huge heart and you did give us so much and let us see kind of all the different elements of what makes you, the beautiful person that you are. So I know for me, it was such a sad, um, like kind of announcement when we heard Dallas wasn't coming back because I wish at least maybe they could have started with you a new chapter and said like, you know, we're mm. going to the new, but 
who knows? I'm going to put that out there. Maybe that will happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I get messages all the time and they're like, let's have a spinoff of you and your family or um, let's do Married to Medicine Dallas. Um, I don't know who says that. I would love Yeah, that. people, people <laughs> say that. Um, I don't know who came up with the idea originally, but it's been brought up several times um, through social media. So I'm like, I don't know, you guys, if anyone has any connections and wants to like <laughs> – call Andy or, you know, whoever it be at Bravo. Um, I'm down to do something else. Um, I was sad too, but honestly, I was kind of expecting it. And the season just ended so bad and so toxic and everyone was in a place where like, you can't even repair those relationships, you know? Cause I mean, there's yeah. a certain amount of fighting that goes on on these shows. Right. But like where we ended, like there was no coming back from that. And I just, I think, I think that they probably made the smart decision, like um, to, to sort of put it on hiatus for a while until they could get the casting right. Because if we would have started filming, um, when they wanted us to for season six, I'm telling you, it would have been an awful show because there would have been no, um, I don't know, like, like organic not, friendships. Yeah. No organic friendships, just like a lot of animosity and hurt feelings. And you can sort of hit above the belt and say certain things on housewives, but then there's like below the belt when you actually try to destroy someone's life and their career that they've built. And like, that's not okay. You know, like what I call below the belt. And so I thought that Bravo made a smart decision by putting Dallas on a hiatus. Did you like what we were seeing on TV? Cause obviously it was so intense, but was it like more intense than what we're seeing or did and like after the fact, even did people when they watched it, did you get any calls from other cast members with like apologies for kind of what went down? Um, I have never to this day received an apology, a real one, not like a fake TV one um, for any of the stuff that happened for um, my castmate, you know, comparing my food to dog food or saying she'd rather eat dog food than my food. The non-apology I got for that was, you know, someone on my social media team did that without my permission. And I'm like, oh my God, if one more housewife excuse <laughs> it's like something, new, it's like the new. If I it, fell and they had to get a nose job. That's the housewife version of that. Yes, yes. It's like if one more housewife's apology or excuse for bad social media behavior is my team did that, like I cannot. Like I do not accept that at all. There's no way. Like there's so many things wrong with their, that statement. I can't even go there. Well, do yeah. you feel well, – um, Like, could we ask kind of like going into sort of how you even got to the point to be a housewife? How were you even like approached to become one or, or what did you kind of go after it? (laughs) No, no. Um, so my friend Deandra was on the show of Dallas in season two. Um, and then after her first season and she and I were friends and mama D and I were friends. Um, and I would see her at some of the events. (laughs) Yeah, Mama D. And it was actually Mama D's idea first. And she was like, Tiffany, you'd make such a great housewife. You just have that smart, sharp tongue and you would cut them other girls like, you know, Mama D. And so it was her idea, actually. 
Um, and so Deandra was like, well, you just talk to the producers, the casting director. And I was like, no, no, I'm a doctor. I have young kids at home. I don't want anything to do with housewives. And that was after her first or second season. And then her next season, she was like, well, you just talk to them. She was like, I um, told them about you. And I was at a party that was filming. So I kind of got to see like what the production and cameras were all about. And she was like, well, you just talk to them. And I was like, okay, fine. And that was after season four. So, of course, um, I had a Zoom with the um, casting director, and then I met with the head of the um, production company who interviewed me for, like, three hours. It was, oh, like, wow. a three-hour interview. Oh, yeah, like, he was, like, so tell Very me about intense. yourself. I was, like, okay, well, I was born in Beijing in 1984. Like, <laughs> I was, like, told my whole life over, over like, a three-hour therapy session, and then a few weeks after that, he called me and was like, we'd love for you to be on season five of Dallas. And I was like, okay, here we go. Like all those times when I was just interviewing and stuff, I didn't really think they would pick me because I was working full time at the time and they knew that. And I told him my first priority is always going to be working for the hospital. You know, I'm not going to call in sick in order to like do filming one day. Like if I have surgery cases scheduled, like I'm going to work and I work full time five days a week. So it's going to be pretty difficult to film. And he was like, well, let's see, you know, maybe we can work around your schedule, blah, blah, blah. You know, so I just didn't think that they would pick me because they were interviewing other women, too, who I think are a little bit more, um, I don't know, showy or uh, like able to perform for the camera. <laughs> yeah. And so I just didn't think that I would be good housewives material. Um, and to this day, sometimes I tell people that maybe I wasn't a good housewife, you know, maybe I wasn't the kind of housewife that they wanted, you know, which is why I only had one season. And I'm fine with that. Like people are like, Oh, how sad she only had one season. And I'm like, I'm not sad. You guys like, I'm still <laughs> living my best life. Like, I'm not sad. Um, I'm grateful for that opportunity that I was given But I tell people like that chapter of my book is closed. Like we're on like four chapters down the road from there. Like I'm still doing awesome things and you know enjoying my life so don't be sad for me <laughs> well but you didn't really have one season because the show went on hiatus so it wasn't really a reflection of what you brought and honestly I think if anything one could easily make the statement that like it wasn't you within the group that was really what was kind of faltering within the show it was also a lot of um, very deep, deep issues that perhaps your presence maybe brought some things to the top, but it was not you. You were an absolute pleasure and Aww. honestly a joy to watch and, and a joy to get to know. So I, and I don't think I'm just echoing my own personal statements because I'm, I, I feel like when I read, you know, all the other Bravo blogs, when I talk to all our other Bravo people in the community, I think that's echoed throughout. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think that's probably a fair assessment. I just, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, okay, this is awkward now. Like I'm here and we're supposed to be talking about race. And, you know, I joined the show like, okay. So when Deandra was convincing me to join the show because I didn't want to do it, 
she was like, oh, it's so fun. We go on all these fabulous trips and they pay for everything. And, um, you know, we have these parties and then you get invited to these like fashion red carpet. Like we went to New York Fashion Week and, you know, Andy's baby shower and all this stuff, you know, and, and she kind of built it to me as this like fun, fluffy out of the box experience. And I was like, okay. And then I joined the show and my first ever taping, they're like, please talk to Brandy about her racism. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, this is not what I <laughs> so signed did, up for. Did production. Did you know it? about that? No. Well, I mean, I knew about it when it like her video like resurfaced because it was like an old video or something. I don't know what happened, but all I know is that all of a sudden they wanted it to be like a thing and they wanted me yeah. to be like upset with her, which I wasn't, you know, the video was in poor taste. It was like, you know, not good, <laughs> but I also didn't think that it was like, you know, her personally attacking an individual to make them feel less than like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's a difference. Like she was ignorant and she shouldn't have done it, but I don't think it was like so bad, like attacking someone and, you know, trying to like get them fired from their job, like somebody else did, you know? So, um, they wanted it to be a thing. And I was like, Oh, here we go. I was like, you know, I'm a professor at the medical school. I teach all day long. And then I have to go home to like two, four year olds. I think my kids were like four, maybe five at the time. And I was like, and now I have to hang out with a bunch of middle aged women and you want me to teach them too? I was like, I'm tired. of (laughs) (laughs) I came here to have a good time. So when you would kind of have these like interactions with producers, did you have like your own producer that you were mostly like connecting with or were like sort of you interacting with a group? Like how did that communication work? Um, The way it works is there's like two or three like field producers and then two other producers. I forget what the title is. And then two executive producers who are like the big boss. And then they talk to people at Bravo and the production company. So it's like a hierarchy of production. Um, And so, you know, you'd get pulled aside by somebody before a event and be like, don't forget to talk to so-and-so about this thing. So, you know, they would gently remind us, give us a little nudge occasionally, but they never put words in our mouth. I was never told like, say X, Y, and Z. Like they never did that. Um, They would just say, please, remember to have a conversation with so-and-so about this thing. Yeah. Ilana, do you know what I love? All things housewives? I do, but I also love art and silk. Well, then you're going to love to say the scarves because silk specialists in Italy layer original artwork on silken canvases via the latest digital printing technology, allowing for an array of art mediums and colors to be expressed. They're the most beautiful scarves on the market. Well, now we all must shop to Seda. And you can! Go to shoptoseda.com. That's shoptoseda, D-E-S-E-D-A, and enter our promo code SOLUMEN20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Happy shopping! Did you ever feel like if you didn't want to bring it up, that would have been fine? Or or you just felt like they were kind of very much like encouraging and saying, go yeah, you know, I don't know because I'm a rule follower. I'm very much like <laughs> in the place that I am in my life right now because I followed the rules. Yeah. And so I just did what they said to me because 
I thought that that's how it was supposed to be. And I remember like towards the end of filming, like almost at the very end, we were in a small group doing something. And I was like, oh, you guys don't forget. We have to talk about or do X, Y, and Z. And one of the other girls was like, I'm not going to do that. And I was like, what do you mean you're not going to do that? And she was like, I don't feel like it. I'm just not going to do that. And I was like, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't you know. know. <laughs> that's the, that's what you learn. I was just going to say, I was watching Portia's new show. I don't know if you watched it at all, but um, she is definitely a very seasoned and comfortable doing whatever she wants or doesn't want. They'll show her and the producer, James, like flat out having sassy moments where he is gently, you know, reminding her of something. And she's like, no. <laughs> Yeah, I did not learn that until like the very end of my season. And even then I did whatever they told me to because I was there to do my job and follow the rules. You know, I showed up on time to all the events, which most of the other women did not. I'm like, she's an hour late. Like, what is going on? And they're like, oh, you just show up whenever you want to. And I was like, what? But the call sheet said 6 p.m. So I was there at like 6 p.m. Well, it just shows why you're such a great perfectionist. But um, yeah. do you feel like, because um, Deandra is your friend, are, are you you're closer to Mama D more? Well, I would say I hang out with them both equally now. But I met Mama D first. And then I met Deandra through Mama D. Um, oh, because, yeah. yeah, Mama D does a lot of work at the hospital that I work for. She is like a patient advocate and she gets all her own personal health care there. So I would see her in the hospital. And then we would hang out. We had like a charity event for a cancer society. Um, and the, the cancer center at the hospital is called the Simmons Cancer Center. You know, like they've got their name. So on she's the very involved. Yeah, yeah. You know. So they're a big deal. Um, and um, one day we were at an event and she was like, I like you, Tiffany. She was like, you're just quick and sharp. And I like a sassy, smart woman. And I was like, okay, Mama D. Um, and so she was like, I want you to meet my daughter, Deandra. I think the two of you would get along. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, you don't say no to Mama D. Whatever she tells you, you just say, okay, yes, Mama. <laughs> I love that. Well, did you feel like when you came, um, did Deandra kind of like give you any insight or did you feel like it was, she would kind of let you sort of find your own path? I would say it was probably the latter because I asked her, I was like, so do you have any tips? You know, it's kind of like in high school when someone has biology, the period before oh. you and you're like, <laughs> what was the test? Like, tell me a couple of questions that you remember, you know, and I kind of did that to Deandra and she was like, no, she was like, I want you to have a good experience. I don't want to cloud your judgment of any of the other women. I was like, who should I watch out for? <laughs> like, you know, who's going to um, say something nice to my face and then, you know, be mean behind my back. And she was like, I'm not going to cloud your judgment. She's like, I want you to start fresh with all the ladies. So I'm not going to tell you how my relationship with them is. And she really was like, you know, just do this, follow the rules, like be yourself. That's what she kept telling me. She was like, Tiffany, just be yourself. I was like, I don't know how to act in this situation or do that. And she was like, just be yourself. And I was like, okay, that's the one piece of advice she would really give me. So I just tried to be myself. Well, I think that did come off on the, on screen. Like, I think we did feel 100%. you and 
um, loved you. So one of the things I we kind of wanted to ask was, were was it different from when um, like what we were seeing on screen, um, like with all the girls? Because with you, you just do come across very genuine. Like I do feel like we get to really see who you are. Um, but did you feel like who they were, were certain people who they were on camera was different than maybe who you were when you were interacting? Yes. Yeah, that was actually my question. I wanted to know, like, who was surprising you? Because you didn't watch the show before, or you did? I did not watch it while it was airing, but when they invited me to be a cast member on season five, I went with a notebook and watched all of season four. Like, 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 <laughs> I love studying, like homework. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is what they do. And then, you know, they had like a beautiful trip somewhere. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I can't wait to travel and all this stuff. Then of course COVID happened, which no one knew. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't watch it like while it was airing though. And I still don't watch a lot of TV. Like I watch things like, you know, if I have, um, if I'm sick or if I'm on call at the hospital and there's no emergency surgery, I'll go in the call room and just like watch like three or four episodes, like all of a sudden, but I don't really watch TV on a regular basis. Cause it's hard. Cause I'm still working all the time. And then I have young kids and I normally go to sleep at like nine or nine 30 PM. Like I'm so boring. <laughs> I'm so boring. You guys. So they normally you eat dinner. <laughs> but you have yeah. so much going on. It makes sense. I know. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. Reason for not watching TV is truly yeah. the best reason you're, to you're have a very full life. <laughs> And like, I always um, joke around with my assistant and I was like, come on, girl, we got to get to work. I was like, this empire ain't going to build itself. And she's oh like, you know, right. she's like, I'm like, I know you're tired. I know we worked 16 hours yesterday. Like, I know we're traveling. And I was like, but, you know, so we try to like hype each other up. Me and my assistant, we're like best friends. I love that. I love that. Sorry. What you were saying, um, you know, there were some women who were not nice just all around. And then I think what you're trying to ask and correct me if I'm wrong is that some people were, were a certain way to your face or on camera. And then like later you kind of find out that they're not that way. And here yeah. I will just reference something from a previous housewives um, episode, which is that Leanne Locken was not wrong. <laughs> I don't know if you guys will get my drift, but I think is this there about was someone blind. Yes, well, half of them are blonde, so it's not Deandra. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, know. I think I there was like a about... Halloween party or something in yes, one of I the. Yes, I knew exactly seasons. what you were saying. And um, you know, Leanne has many faults. We shall not discuss them. I she is my friend, and you know, we've had discussions about this before. Um, but let me just say that she was not wrong in her assessment of a certain person, um, which I did not understand. Um, I never saw that episode that was brought back to me later. Um, but now I completely get it because it's like nice, nice, pretty, like, oh my God, bless your heart. That's so sweet. Thank you so much. And then a whole nother different, like, whoa, like what just happened? And, you know, like Carrie wasn't very nice to me on the show. Carrie Brittingham, she's the one that pushed me into the swimming pool with all my clothes and my microphone on. Oh my but God. I will say <laughs> at least she was who she was. Like, she didn't like me. She thought I was boring. I didn't want to take her shots. And she was like, you're so boring. Like, that's fine. But she never was like, 
nice to my face and then like mean like that later. Like she was just always yeah. mean <laughs> and breaking things. But you know, I actually thought because we were like predicting who would be fired and who would be asked back for season six, maybe. Um, and everyone was saying that they didn't want Carrie back because she's such a mess or whatever. And I said, I actually would like Carrie to be back for another season because she was always like very um, honest. Like, yeah, she wasn't always nice, but she was always honest. And like what you saw is what you got. And she made for good TV, you know, like she broke things all the time, was pushing people in swimming pools. Like she kind of added this like sort of fun element, even though some of it like she didn't even remember because she was blackout drunk, which is problematic. (laughs) But, But I was the only person who was like, no, I think Carrie should come back. And everyone else was like, no, we don't think she should come back. And then they were like, actually, we don't think any of you should come back. So just everybody sit down. And I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> well, I I do think that uh, the Bravo viewers at this point, there's been enough seasons that they sort of recognize authenticity. And I think that is something that Carrie definitely brings. She does not seem like she's trying to, let's say, produce from the side in sense of, um, play one thing to the camera, but be something behind the camera. And I do think people appreciate that. And I did actually find the stories with her daughters. Her daughters are like, for me, yeah. Plus they're like beautiful to look at. So it's always nice to have icing. <laughs> they're sweet girls. I mean, the very little times that I've interacted with them, they were sweet and respectful. I think one of them is getting married now. Um, so, oh you goodness. know, I think, I think as, as far as I've seen, she's always been a very good mother and her daughter seemed very sweet and well-adjusted. So I hope I, I don't talk to Carrie at all. Um, I haven't talked to her since, oh, I haven't seen her since like before the reunion, since, you know, I didn't really see her at the reunion. Her face was like yeah. on a TV screen. Um, I haven't seen her um, in over a year, I guess. Um, and I have no idea what's going on with her. But like, honestly, I wish her well. Like, I don't have bad um, feelings towards her. Like, I don't know about yeah. her divorce or what's going on, but like, I want her to like get better, get her drinking under control, like find love again. You know, like I wish her well in her life. We're just not really compatible as friends. Yeah. Well, it just shows how beautiful of a heart you have, even like that. That's like- oh well, I don't wish all my castmates well, so I'm not that beautiful. Don't get it twisted, girl. I still have more to say. <laughs> But I do think that with um, Leanne, one of the things I do find very interesting was that obviously on the show, she was sort of given like the villain edit. Mm -hmm. But I do see a lot of time like outside of the show, people who aren't any more involved or are still at one point were like, at events with her, you know, sharing a friendship with her. Remember when we interviewed Carrie Duber, we had on a while ago. Yeah, so I mean, close with Leanne. So I think it's, I think we didn't get a real picture. uh, Yeah, I don't think we got a real sense of her. Not to say that she didn't say or do things that were needing of addressing, but I definitely felt like we didn't get a real sense of her because clearly like the camera version and what was sort of you know, that sliced bit of her that we got was not a kind of grander image of her. I agree. 
The best part about living in Florida is we get to wear sandals all year round. Our favorite sandals are teaks because they're so comfortable without neglecting style. Teaks are made with the most beautiful leather and are so chic that even Anna Wintour gifted them to her daughter's wedding party. At such amazing price points, you'll want to buy the entire collection. You can get a 10% discount with our special promotional code, SOLOMON10, when you apply at checkout. S-O-L-O-M-O-N-10. To shop, go to teeks.com. That's T-K-E-E-S dot com. And don't forget to apply our special discount code, SOLOMON10, for 10% off. We know you love them as much as we do. through the Dallas like charity circle because she's been pretty active in that. I did not meet her through Deandra. I met her separately. Um, when her and Deandra had their big falling out, it was kind of sad for me because I knew that they were friends for so long. I mean, like um, Leanne was at Deandra's wedding to Jeremy. So, you know, they were friends for a really long time. Um, and then I kind of felt a little bit caught in the middle, but because I'm able to sort of like be a fair observer. I told both of them that I plan to be friends with both of them and then just not discuss the other person. I thought that was like the most fair way to go about it. But it's so weird when you have friends that fight and like they almost sort of want you to pick a side. And I was like, no, yeah. like I'm not picking a side. Like I love you both. Yeah. But that's always Especially yeah, that's in a situation hard. where there's like a long friendship with both because you know both people feel passionately then attached to like your being on their side of their opinion yeah so the best thing is always if you can um just stay out of it because they might find their way back to each other and if you go to the wrong side then you become also like the enemy for choosing a side yeah, I mean, it's hard being friends here in Dallas because Dallas is so small um, that like everybody knows everybody and you run into the same people at the same parties. And it's like, if I wasn't allowed to be friends with someone that you didn't like, probably I wouldn't have the opportunity to have any friends anymore because certainly <laughs> there's, you know what I mean? Like all my friends don't like others of my friends. And so I yeah. was like, I'm not going to play this game, which is also sort of why I don't hang out too much in like Dallas society um, because it gets like that. And, and simply, I don't have the time as a grown adult who's trying to, you know, raise a family and build a business and have a career to be like, oh, well, so-and-so did this. And so right now we're not talking to so-and-so. And I was like, wait, we, did you just start a sentence with, we are not talking? <laughs> So and so, I get looped into that. You know what I mean? Like, and so I'm like, I I can't do this, you guys. Like, it's it's too much for me. I have you know things to do now. <laughs> yeah, you have bigger issues. What did you feel like at the end? Because I I know that sadly, like, if none of the women's di none of the women have even apologized for kind of things that I would have think they should have reached out by now. Do you feel like you made any friendships or, or did you feel like there was like a pro and con about coming on? You seem to have a very good actual, like you're, you seem like you're very much play a devil advocate and you're, you're always able to kind of see all the different perspectives, but did you, did it, did you come out feeling like good about everything? You know, the, the people who I feel like 
should apologize to me. And of course, that's my opinion. I don't think that they think they did anything wrong. And so when you're in that kind of, you know, headlock with someone where they're like, you know, the sky is green and you're like, no, it's blue. And you're, you know, no good is going to come of that by trying to have a conversation because you're too diametrically opposite from each other at that point. So I'm not going to sit here and like wait for an apology because I don't think that apology is ever going to come. Um, In terms of like, I think what you're asking about pros and cons of being on the show is sort of like when people ask me if I regret doing the show, um, I don't regret it at all. Um, Like I said, it was such a unique opportunity that I didn't really think I'd ever be given, you know, and so for me to have done that and to have that life experience, I learned so, so much during filming and showing of season five. Um, I learned so much about myself, what's important in my life. You know, I cut back um, at work, like I talked about on the show, and I'm spending more time with my children. Um, I'm growing my business. Oh my my gosh, getting to see them in person. Yes, a lot of you got to see them. They were the, they were somehow, which I already thought they were probably the cutest kids I've ever seen. And that was on TV, seeing them in person. Somehow they were even able to be cuter. I mean, they were the sweetest, they're well-behaved, sweet in personality, gorgeous little girls. I mean, you are a stunning woman. So I'm not surprised you have such beautiful children, but I mean, they could not have been cuter and sweeter. And they were just so wonderful. You have the most wonderful children. You're so sweet well even on tv they came out as like such little stars my favorite scenes were when they were with you and asking you questions I love like yes they're like the cutest things I would go back to my mom all the time during each episode how cute is this scene like I I know they're so cute when I look at like clips from season five I'm like oh my god they were so small they were like five back then and now they're seven and they just look different and I know like even when I brought them to the event for the jewelry and I was like because um I don't usually check my dms I'm like a terrible dm person because there were some really ugly words in there and I was like you know what I'm just not going to check them anymore and so I think um you had dm'd me and said you know we're coming to Dallas to showcase our jewelry we'd love for you to come out and I saw it like the night before um and I I only opened it because it came from an account that like was a jewelry thing. And I was like, well, how, how bad could a jewelry store be? So I clicked <laughs> on it. And so I was like, I can come tomorrow, but I don't have a babysitter. And my husband is busy during that time. So I, I'm just going to have to like bring the kids. And she's like, bring the kids. So we, here we go. I was like, you guys want to go on a field trip? And they're like, sure, mommy. So we got the dog, we got the kids, we went out. And you guys were so sweet. They have their little Nikki rocks, um, little bracelets and everything. So that was so much fun. Oh, yay. Well, we have all these new stuff. So we'll have to send you some from our new stuff too. Ooh, I love jewelry. You guys really know the way to a woman's heart is through jewelry. (laughs) Well, actually, because we... um, you know, every season have that new stuff. And one of the things that we're really um, trying to do is more like adjustable little things for little, so little, you know, fans can wear things too. So we definitely have stuff for our little tiny wristed people too. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. No, they had so much fun and we love all our Nikki Rock stuff. 
Oh, oh thank, thank you. you. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like anytime you do anything, it's such a piece of your heart. Like I always say, like every design I do, it's like a piece of my soul and into that effort and into that result. So anytime, you know, Nikki and I create something and then we see people enjoying it, it truly, and in the beginning, I used to cry every single time I'd see someone wearing a piece from us because it would just bring me such joy that something that was in like my head, someone actually thinks is nice enough to be on their body. And now I don't cry every time, but I definitely got teary-eyed when I saw you in our Rossi Oh my God, you're so sweet. No, I, I get you it. You look so it's beautiful. Like, that's like why I don't cook for my family because you know when, <laughs> when I do cook and my family, all of them like don't eat it and they're all like, oh mom, we're just not that hungry. And then like later I see them like come downstairs and like get a snack. And then like, I'm like, man, I really suck as a chef. Like, <laughs> you know, and my feelings get hurt. I'm like, oh, I guess that, I guess that chicken teriyaki wasn't very good. <laughs> Oh, I bet your food is amazing though. When you no no no, I do not cook. Like there are many things that I am good at, and cooking is not one of them. And that's okay. I'm (laughs) I'm okay with that. You've accepted your your yes. I mean, we can't we can't all excel at all aspects of life. (laughs) You know that of all the things that you had to take you down a little. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm fine with that. (laughs) Well, um. Can we ask, because um, of course, um, right, right now with all the different like Bravo drama kind of happening, we kind of wanted to get your thoughts. I I had seen like that you, um, you and Jenny were friends in the past and I know like you had just came out with a statement and kind of we wanted to get your thoughts about that, but as well as how you even think Bravo handles these situations, like your perspective of it. Um, well, Jenny had reached out to me when she started filming on her, um, uh, Salt Lake series. Um, and we became friends because we talked about, you know, what it's like to be a housewife the first season. It's very scary. And she has a daughter that's close in age to my daughter. So we would talk about, you know, raising young girls and the struggles of being a tiger mom. And so we became fast friends. And then I was in Italy for my 10 year wedding anniversary trip. So my husband and I, thank you. Thank you. Um, so we're like in Italy, you know, doing all the touristy things, like shoving our faces with pasta and pizza and wine. And I wasn't checking my social media that much because we had, you know, gone all the way to Italy. And so, but one hour a day, we um, sit in our hotel room where there's good Wi-Fi and check our emails and make sure that everything is going okay. And we FaceTime with our girls and stuff. So I logged in one day and there was like all this stuff about like Jenny and she posted something about anti-BLM and I was like what like what is going on right now but I caught it sort of at the end of our hour window so I didn't actually see what she posted I just saw that she was in trouble and then a lot of people were like where's Tiffany Moon like Tiffany was so quick to condemn her castmates like racial inequality but where is Tiffany now and I was like well Tiffany's in Italy stupid ass (laughs) actually trying to enjoy my gelato and you guys keep tagging me in this bravo bananas whatever 
And so the next day when it was like my hour to whatever, I looked at what she had posted and I was aghast, appalled, like shocked because here's somebody that I considered my friend who had been in my home, like her daughter and my kids played. And I thought that she was lovely. Of course, we never talked about religion, politics, or, you know, racial inequality. Yeah, like the no-no topic. Yeah, like I thought she was a good person, you know, like I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we were BFF. I'd known her for like, you know, less than a year, but still. And then I saw what she posted and I was like, oh girl, no, like, come on. Like, did you not run this by anyone? Or like, did none of your friends who you're friends with on Facebook, like see that and then call you and be like, hey, I don't think that thing you posted last Tuesday is good. Like maybe you didn't quite understand, or I don't know, like, It's like when you have a friend that has like, you know, spinach in their teeth or a dress that's like with their, um, one time I had a dress tucked into my underwear coming out of the bathroom and a stranger was like, Hey girl, girl, she was like, your dress, your it's tucked into your underwear. So like half my butt was hanging out and I was like, Oh my God, thank you so much for telling me. So what I called Jenny when I got back from Italy, right? Because I was in Italy. I wasn't messing with all this stuff. And I was like, girl, what is going on? Because the internet right now have your name in its mouth. And she was like, well, I posted this stuff way back when, but then I deleted it. And I didn't mean it like that. And I was like, well, I don't know what you meant it like, because that's none of my business right now. But like, you need to apologize because some of those things were like really terrible. And she's like, no, 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 I'm going to apologize, all that stuff. So then she apologized, um, which I didn't really catch live, but I guess she's, it was like a non-apology apology. I think a lot of people saw it as that. And then she did a live where she blamed it on her social media team. And I was like, no, girl, no, that's not what I said to do when I called you right when I got back from Italy. That is not what I said to do. I said, own your shit apologize and just, you know, move forward. Um, but she didn't, you know, I didn't talk to her. I talked to her one time when I got back from Italy and I didn't talk to her again after her apology, but, um, I'm disappointed in her. I think she knows that. Um, did she deserve to be fired? I mean, you know, that's not really my like responsibility. I mean, Bravo made that decision. Um, I think if they're going to hold her feet to the fire, though, they should examine the behaviors of some of their other employees. Um, But, you know, as far as Jenny goes, um, I'm incredibly disappointed in her. Um, I had no idea that um, those things happened. And then I posted a statement that was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. I was in Italy, please, you know, because people were tagging me. So some people, it's so weird on social media are like, this is none of your business. Like, why are you even issuing a statement? And then other people are like, hello, Tiffany, we're waiting for you to chime in. (laughs) So it's like, I'm damned if I do and damned if I don't. First, I just wanted to kind of get that out there. And then I did feel some responsibility to say something publicly because this is someone who is my friend 
And, you know, my whole platform has been about anti-racism and having racial equality in this country, um, having been an immigrant here and dealt with a lot of racial inequality and racism, even as you saw um, to the modern day. And so I did feel a responsibility to say something. And when I issued my statement, um, I said, you know, but from my perspective, like Jenny knows that all this stuff is terrible and wrong, but let's try to teach her like why it was wrong so that the future Jenny doesn't think that it's okay to push out those kinds of things. And if you go to someone and you're like, you're stupid, you're canceled, you know, whatever, like they're not really going to learn from that situation because they're just going to go on the defensive and be like, well, I didn't know, you know, all those things. So I said that we should lead with love and compassion and all those things. And then I got in trouble because people were like, lead with love. Like, did you lead with love when you were being attacked by your, you know, castmate? And I was like, well, no, but like, I'm not making excuses for Jenny. I think what she did was appalling. But at the same time, I think what she did is kind of similar to what Brandy did, which is like come from a place of ignorance. Like they put those things out there because they didn't know back then that it wasn't okay to do that. No. And yeah, so, yeah. So we're, so our job is to teach them why that's not okay. So that then they can be like, oh, that could be really hurtful to a lot of people. A lot of people have suffered at the hands of, you know, other people in this country. So, you know, then they're like, oh, I get it. But that it's exactly like the way I came at with Brandy. If I had gone to Brandy, like the first episode of season five and been like, oh my God, I can't believe you made that rate, that video about slanted eyes and what kind of Asian am I, you know, and just like gone at her like that. Do you think Brandy would have learned anything at all from that? I really don't think she would have. So I guess that's my long winded way of saying that, like, um, you know, I think it's really sad, the series of events that have transpired, but I really, really hope that like Jenny actually learns something from this so that the future Jenny can be better and know not to post those things that they're really hurtful. I think that there's a lot of like mixed standards that aren't like in in terms of like social media not in terms of like what's wrong or right and wrong but you see like behaviors excused at times and then you see behaviors held you know you know to the highest consequences for those behavior I personally think that that I can't stand that I think it needs to be like across the board whether it's in the Bravo universe the general celebrity universe or you know in real kind of direct but I think that one of the bigger mistakes we make is that in a platform like Bravo, where you have a reality show, to take away the opportunity to learn and grow and sort of cancel before you've actually gotten them to be in a place where they're, because maybe now she won't even have the ability to share what she learned from what she did because her platform has now changed so much. So I do think there is a sort of argument to what is the best way to handle these things, because you can't say a person made a mistake and then they're done forever, but you also don't want to encourage people to not grow. 
Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, if you're gonna, you know, cancel her, that you should, you know, examine some of, you know, other people who are still currently employed. Um, you can't have different roles for different people. Like everyone needs to have the same roles. A hundred percent. Yeah. And even, even like, you know, before what came out with Jenny. He had experienced bad, I thought bad racism. Yeah. I thought the racism towards her doesn't negate, you know, like I thought Mary, I don't know if you watched this season to know um, what I'm referring to, but I thought Mary's behavior towards Jenny was less bad because what Jenny had posted previously. It's all awful. Yeah. I mean, they both said things that they should not have said and done, right? Um, But I don't think that canceling them really fixes the problem. I think it just sort of sweeps it under the rug. Um, So I don't know what's going to happen. I think um, the whole rhetoric on some of these Housewives shows is changing. I think that's why you saw ratings drop, you know, kind of all across the board for the franchise and why... Um, Bravo is looking at new programming like it's just um, I think you know the Housewives franchise is like over a decade old and I think what worked 10 years ago um, for entertainment value doesn't work today and we're we don't want the people on our screens to be the sort of um, characters you know we want them to be real people um, who are um, aware of the social injustices that occur in our country. And we want them to comment on that. You know, if you're going to have the platform to, you know, do all these nice things, like you have to take the social responsibility of being able to speak out about inequality as well. I firmly believe that. I, yeah. Yeah, I think That's you wonderful. I agree so brilliantly too. Um, and I know we love getting to see what you post to what you say. I always think you come at it from a very, like I said, oh, I always feel like you play fair fair and devil's advocate. Like, I feel like you're trying to understand everyone's perspective, which is very clear, like I thought in your statement, but, um, from kind of on like a little bit of a change of note for the overall Bravo community, like the housewives or Andy and all that, did you feel like you kind of have your own little community there? Or do you feel more your, your, like, did you feel like you kind of have like a friendship with the other ladies or is it very separate? Cause sometimes you see there a lot of like friendships crossover. Crossover. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I'm not very close with any of the people on my cast, except for Deandra, whom I was friends with. So I tell people that I did not make any new friends from my cast, but I made so many friends from other cities. So yeah. um, I'm really close with Crystal Kung Minkoff from Beverly Hills. I um, love her. I she's love the her. best. Um, and her husband's so sweet. Her husband and my husband get along really well. Um, Ebony from New York. Um, I talked to a couple of the ladies from Atlanta. Um, Cynthia just announced that she's going to be doing Big Brother. And I was like, oh, girl. I just saw her on a show, too. Did you see? There's a new show on Hulu. um, Single Single Drunk Woman. Drunk female, I think it is. She was so so good. Yeah, she's doing so much. Um, She keeps inviting me out to her um, Bailey uh, wine cellar that she has in Atlanta um, because my husband and I own our own wine label. Um, But like our schedules, just she's out of town and I'm out of town and all this stuff. So it's been a little bit crazy. Um, But I will say 
um, for all the good and bad things that have come out of being on Housewives, probably making friends with some of people like yourselves. Like I wouldn't have met you guys if I hadn't been on Housewives because that's how that was like our point of connection. Yeah. Um, is probably one of the best things that has come out of being a housewife is that it has enabled me to make connections with all different sorts of people that I never would have otherwise been able to meet. So I'm like most grateful for being a housewife because it's connected me to all these new friends like yourselves. I you didn't hear in my intro but I said that you didn't know it but we're destined to be like lifelong best friends <laughs> no I have made here we're, we're no I've made so many new friends like through like the point of connection of being a housewife and you know somebody um um emailed me and they were like I am an Asian American woman in an industry that's dominated by men and mostly white men and you verbalized so many of the things that I feel but couldn't verbalize about having mommy guilt and never feeling good enough and never reaching the top of this mountain that I've been you know climbing proverbial for the last 30 something years. And, and I was like, oh my God, like her email made me cry. I was like, oh my God, it must be that time of the month or something because <laughs> I am emotional. Well, I think you're just very inspirational to a lot of people. You are. Like, like I said, for us, a lot of what you discussed was a lot of how we were raised as well. So seeing kind of somebody be able to verbalize it and what even you've accomplished, which is kind of being... Um, is it from Modern Family? Like you're like the Anne Hathaway, the every woman, like you can do everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that is very inspirational to see. And so I it love, is, I mean, we were obsessed with you. As soon as you came on Dallas, we were like, oh, she's the best thing we've seen. So, oh my gosh, you guys are so Dallas sweet. Kind of lost some of its luster and you just brought it back. You brought, you kind of like it had lost some sort of heart and authenticity and it felt very catty and it also felt a little bit like it wasn't really what it was saying it was and then you brought you come and you are so accomplished and and funny and you, like mama d said you've got good sassy sparks and and beauty and and you just sort of were very full package and we enjoyed having you on our screen so much i really hope that there is another platform that you know, you find your way back to, because I think you are wonderful, so interesting, so dynamic. And I think you also do take on the social responsibility of not just sort of, um, you know, doing to, to pander to anything, but you do everything with thought and really wonderfully thought out. And I really do just love having, uh, you know, these interactions with you, but also having you on our screen. Oh, you guys are so sweet. Well, it's been so nice talking to you guys. I'm glad we finally got to connect. I know it's been yes, such a pleasure. Before well. we let you go, we do have one fun game. Oh, I like games. Play. Um, nice. And then we just want to know if you have any fun upcoming events or anything um, happening that you want to share. Or anything. Oh, well, I do. Um, I'm having a Valentine's pop-up on February 10th. 
um, at my husband's hotel in Frisco, which is where the Hawaiian um, luau party was, where I had that fire yes. dance with the guy and the yeah. hula girl. Um, it's, it, it's my husband's hotel that he owns in Frisco, which is like 30 minutes north of Dallas. And I'll be serving my Three Moons wine there um, so people can come taste some wine. We're giving away free chocolates. There's going to be like a make your own floral bouquet bar where you can pick it and make it yourselves. And then of course, I'm going to be selling my Aromasthesia candle line there. Um, Cause you, I mean, Valentine's day, it's like wine, candles, chocolate, and flowers. Like what more could you want out of Valentine's day? So we're, we're pushing everyone in Dallas to come to the hotel and then we're going to raffle off like a Valentine's weekend retreat at the hotel so that oh, you know, someone that. can win um, a two night stay at the hotel, a bottle of wine, some relaxing candles, you know, get oh, you in the mood that. for Valentine's Day. I know. Well, I next know. time you guys gonna uh, next time you're coming to Dallas. Now that you have my number and don't have to slide into my DMs, uh, yeah. you can actually tell me, and we can plan um, ahead of time to like meet up or maybe do like a co-branded um, um, event. Oh my god, we'd love. I would that. love that. Yeah, we yeah, would. That's so much fun. Yeah. So on um, the game we play is basically um like F Mary Kill, but we do it call text delete. Wait, wait, call yeah. text, text delete. delete. Like because we don't find Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So we were going to do like with housewives. We thought that would be fun. Okay. Like with different housewives. So we do call text delete Mama D. Um, and Carrie and Deandra. Oh, well, we can delete Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'll text Deandra and call Mama D because Mama D is not good at the texting. She yeah. do not text good. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are great answers. Um, thank you again so much for coming on if you ever want yeah, thank to you so on, much for open invitation you guys are yeah. so sweet um yeah let me know if i can send you new candles just you know text me or email me of course and and also just about the jewelry same we have a whole bunch of events coming up in different cities too so if you are happen to be in any of those cities let us know if you can pop by and we will definitely make sure there's like a whole bunch of things waiting for you and we'd love to send you stuff as well i would love that thank you ladies thank you <laughs>